Welcome back guys, this is The Trekway, that is Mr Grey and Mr Trev, that's my new nickname, just came up with it there by the way, Grey, Mr Trev, hope you like it. Uh, yes, did like, we take like Dr Cat. Dr Cat, oh me as well, did we take a last week off or was the finale, the finale was two weeks uh, yes. ago? Yes, mm, yeah, no, it was. I think it was only the one week, well no, it's two week weeks and a, now. A week and a half ago, a week and a half ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's two weeks by, by almost two by weeks. By Thursday, now. right. Math, math, math not good me. Um, we took a week off just because, well, we wanted to chill and relax a little bit and the season finale is gone um, and finished of Lord X and, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, Grey, not so much, but that's why we have both of us. Well, I mean, as a season, <laughs> it's still it's still about where it's always been, like like around 7 out of 10, if you took the whole season. We, you know. we can start on that really, really briefly, right? I, I never had that in the notes, but still... So we thought we'll do some specials and random stuff about Trek over the next few months. And it might not be necessarily every week. There won't be a schedule. It's just we've got to enjoy doing what we're doing. And and we do for the most part. You might find it'll be... This is always... We've always done this like raw, grey. Very kind of raw. And even on your pod at GGR, GGR, which we'll Mm -hmm. get to in a sec... That's kind of raw as well. Yeah, we have some like notes and bullet points yep. we want to talk about, but that's just to guide us, and then we just go and do our own thing. Yep. And we like that because that's like sticking a camera on us. <laughs> You're missing the other <laughs> thing as well. There you go, see? And I only paid them for one of those things as well, believe it or not. That's the best of it. Um, yeah, it's always been raw, and we like it's. It, we don't do any fancy editing and stuff because it's two mates talking about Star Trek, and that's the way I always wanted it to be, so that it doesn't feel like a chore. So it might be even more raw going forwards with reviews and stuff like that. Um, and I was considering doing this one live, but I'll probably save them for the reviews actually specials, and maybe mm. want to do slightly different. But yeah, uh, speaking of which, uh, Gray's got an entertainment pod as well, which I highly recommend you guys do tune in to because. If you like Star Trek, you'll like this. We don't tend to talk about Star Trek, Star Trek on it because we've got our own, this pod here. But you know, the odd thing comes up, and we talk about stuff that sits similar to it. So, the science fiction will be in there. Star Wars, Expanse, other great shows that have been will come. We talk yep. about them. We talk about Marvel, DC, and popular movies and TV shows in general, or out with our we're colleagues and friends. So. We're doing another yep. episode in the 22nd, I think, of November. So a couple of days after that, we will be, Gray will release the, the episode and it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on all podcasts and platforms. Um, and you can get them at uh, Gray's Green Room on the Twitters as well, if that's your thing. Uh, and last, a, a quick, yep. I think another quick plug as well. It's only fair for Nick. Our f- a friend and colleague, Nick, we do a gaming podcast with, but we want to plug this as well because that's the place to come and chat with us on his Discord, which is a big server for lots of things. There's lots of different genres and stuff in there and channels. Gray's got one for entertainment. I've got one for the Trekway, and the link is always below for that. We do a gaming podcast with him every week as well, so you're always welcome to come along and watch or uh, listen to the VOD. So that's uh, Extreme Gaming Podcast at Extreme Game Podcast. But I'll link it. Don't, 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 don't remember. 
but yeah, <laughs> tease the C's out the way, Gray. Um, we stay busy. Yes, yes, we are both staying busy indeed. Um, so we're going to we're going to do some specials, and today I thought it was after discussing it with Gray, we're going to talk about uh, the future of tra- Star Trek in general, but touch on some points like uh, Prodigy season two, when we think we'll see it, what we want to see, and the future of the other shows as well, when the, when we think they'll come, what we want to see, that kind of thing, and just do a little catch up. Uh, it'll go no particular direction. I have three, four, five bullet points to keep me from not sailing off the map, but just at least going in a straight line <laughs> so we know what's what. Um, so, yeah, we may as well briefly mention the point at the start I said we'd talk about Grey, and that was um, Lord Dex uh, Season 4 overall. Now, I'd probably give it overall a 6 out of 10. Because we were giving we were giving a lot of episodes lower scores that wasn't as funny as it yeah. used to be, wasn't as entertaining. Uh, the writing could be all over the place and not make sense a yeah. lot of the time, um, and that's why I wasn't a big fan of it. The last episode, a lot of Star Trek fans did seem to like this. Gray was not such a big fan, and I understand why, and I respect the fact why you didn't like it, and I understood your points, Gray. What would you what would you give that season out of uh, as, as an average and why? What was good? What was bad? Um, I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with your six. I'm I'm kind of being nice and giving it a seven, <gasps> only because it's. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's it's could be better. It's not terrible. It's there. You know, there's there's some shiny light episodes and other ones that aren't so great. And when you start to lump like you know season one, two, three, and four together or, or whatever, you kind of get that seven out of ten vibe um it's not it's not consistent enough to be even close to eight out of ten or or for sure not nine out of ten um however the interesting thing was and is that the show season four was renewed actually very quickly as season three came out yeah true um and season five was renewed pretty quickly too so apparently it's making the money most likely because it costs far less than a lot of the other series uh, as well. So there's something to be said about that. And I think like as we talk about this, it, the problem is, or part of the problem, uh, yes, part of the problem is the strike that's now over. So the writers are back to writing, the actors are going to be back to acting. Uh, but that's not the only thing. Uh, this whole last year, say year and a half, has been like real turmoil for all the streaming uh, companies out there they're all losing money paramount plus is the one that handles star trek uh, and i think they're having the same problems because they've been they've been slowing down their schedule and trying to spread things out a little bit um for instance and we'll get to it but uh yeah. discovery season five has been done for quite a while it, but they didn't want to do it play it right away so they're kind of stretching it out as far as they can they can um so that's another part of the problem too just the fact that that's all happening plus it the other part of the problem, I think, is what you and I have been complaining about all along, and we still don't get it, is that they used to produce 22 episodes, and now they have a problem producing 10. I, mm. I, I understand that the, there's, you know, there's a certain amount of more quality involved. Okay, fine. But even if you want to throw that in there, I mean, okay, well, then say you can't do 22, do at least 15 then. And every year, not every 18 months or two years. Yeah, I mean, the cycle used to be every nine months, roughly, the season for television would start. You know, like you have your nine months, and then in the summertime, there would either be reruns or summer shows. 
Um, and then when the summer shows were over, you'd start all over again. So, so more or less, your your regular season was eight to nine months long, and then they'd be producing again, and then same thing over and over and over. So in nine months, let's say that the most, they were producing 22 to 24 episodes. Now it takes them like a year, year and a half to make 10, eight. If that. Maybe 12 if you're you're really lucky. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, you know, where have things gone wrong? I know things cost more money, but man, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So that puts us in a little turmoil i think here at the trekway because we're trying you know we love star trek and we just want to see star trek and it's just like we've gotten used to seeing i guess more of it granted it's not all been good but you know and i don't mind the slowing down if the quality gets better but do we have faith trev that the quality is gonna stay at least the same or get better i hope so well we'll certainly touch on that because it is a very that was a very good point, Gray. Um, I I know what the naysayers will say when it comes to Trek now and the things you've just said. takes a lot longer, blah, 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 less episodes compared to what it was back in the day. Yes, back in the day, they had less money. They were working longer hours, arguably. Um, everything was a bit more difficult. But they'll say now that, oh, yeah, but the, the CGI is better. Yes, it's better. I would expect it to be better. It's 30-plus years yeah. later. It should be better. Uh, more bang for your buck. It shouldn't cost more. Maybe it did, well, CGI does cost a lot. We know that, Hollywood. Uh, but back sure. in the day, but the, in fact, that was a great, great, great posted. And if you go to the Discord in the, the Trekway channel, you'll see this. Uh, Gray posted up something about, uh, was it, what Star Trek movie? Was it the first Star Trek movie? Yeah. Um, Star Trek 2. Star Trek 2, right. So Star Trek 2, the Raptor right. can, uh, was the first motion picture uh, where this little computer, I can't, don't know the model of the computer, It was the CGI was done on this computer, uh, the, all the CGI, and it was the first movie of its kind in Hollywood, major movie, to actually do this. And that's fantastic. Uh, so yeah. you can't say that you, you know, you need longer to do the CGI. You... W- we do love the shiny in Star Trek, the pew pew, the bang bang. I love that. I wouldn't have it any other way. But that's only half of it for me. The other half is the characters and how good they are and how good right. the writing is for them. So focus more. Give a little bit more money to your writers and don't worry about so much CGI. Tone it down a little bit. I'm sorry, we had Deep Space Nine where the first half of that didn't have a main starship. So there wasn't as much CGI it was still mm-hmm. great, so yeah. I, I don't I don't buy what they're what they're saying, Gray. However, I've got to balance that by going. We do get some well written episodes, not always, but then back in the olden yeah. days, we got some great episodes as well. Yes, they had the filler episodes, but we had great writing back in the day, Gray, because sure. the writers were. The, they were the, the same for the most part. They stayed on the same writing roster most seasons. A lot of them were Star Trek fans. Compare the old seasons of Star Trek to Picard season three. Then you'll see what I'm talking about. That's the quality yeah. being more aligned to where, to where to where it used to be. So 
I think you know, not a lot of the writers back in uh, the original series were famous science fiction writers already, yeah. um, and and put out books and then and afterwards too. So you know, we know the writing was good. We know the the production budgets were low. We know there was long hours. But regardless of all that, if if you're putting out less episodes and you work your budgets properly, which obviously they didn't, um, you should be able to put out episodes in a relatively timely Time manner. Honor, yeah. Yeah, I think, see, like, Greg, please come back with your uh, response and answer to this. Mm-hmm. I think the minimum we're expecting these days is a minimum of 10 episodes once a year from each season. And, yeah. the, and the well-written. You have the one-off where it's a little bit, okay, that was your filler, but the rest of them have got to be 7 out of 10s minimum. What do you think? Do you agree? Am I, am I, am I being too oh, yeah. lenient? Harsh. No, I think if you're going to feed us only 10 episodes and you're going to take a year, you know, nine months, a year or whatever, or even longer sometimes uh, to make it at the most, I only want to see one filler episode. And it doesn't mean the filler episode will be bad. It could be just as good. Just just got to do it right. Yeah. But every one of those shows should consistently be no. Yeah. No lower than a seven out of 10. It should be seven or higher. Yeah. I mean, you got the time, you got the you got the money, you got the writers, you got the actors, you got the talent. I mean, there's no excuses. I mean, there just isn't. No. You know, I I know some things do happen, and to to slightly change the subject, you can see, like, uh, like, uh, uh, the Marvel Universe has produced a bunch of TV shows, and most of them them were all crap. (laughs) I mean, there's a couple of good ones, yes, but most of them were garbage. Loki season two. Spoiler for GGR. That was so good. Yeah, it was really good. We'll, We'll talk about that. That's one of the few, though. Yeah. So the point is, is that how are you putting out garbage like that when, and you're spending that kind of money? You, you forgot how to write. You forgot how to, to produce. You forgot how to, you know. I mean, they should go back. Too bad Too bad. A lot, some of the guys in the original series that, you, that were uh, in the production uh, could go back and teach them a few things on how to get things done in time, you know, and yeah. stuff. It's, it, is a rel- it is a very relevant and good point you, you brought up, Gray, because I... I'm not a fan of seeing. It's it's kind of what Disney do, really, where they do maybe six episodes and they're all over the place. They're fifty minutes an hour, or they're half an hour here, and and I think uh, what was the uh, the one the title I keep forgetting about, and this is relevant to the whole Star Trek thing, um, Secret Wars. Was that the the yeah. second last one? Yeah, with Samuel Jackson. Who I love, or, like, no secret invasion. Secret, secret invasion. invasion. Sorry, I get. The, I always get to mix up the titles. Yeah, um, that was terrible. Samuel Jackson's great in everything he does. Right, he can be in all Avengers right. movies and Marvel movies. I don't care about. He's brilliant. He's not the problem. The problem is they 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 don't know how to write for that either. And it's it's very similar to Star Trek, where um you're getting some. I, I don't know if there's any seasons that had less than ten episodes. I don't know if there is. There may be the odd one. I have to look back. I don't yeah. think so. I think 10 was usually the minimum. Uh, I mean, per- personally, my opinion is there should be nothing less than 13 shows. If, if you th- if you remember, oh, well, okay. uh, wait, this goes back a bunch of years, but when they started going into what they call the summer season, okay, uh, so the main shows were off and the summer season came up, they produced 13 episode shows that were meant to be shown in the summer. Then eventually you you had some shows uh, go through what they call shortened seasons. So they were only 13 episodes. And then they would have 13 episodes of another show, whatever it was. So the 13 and 13 would equal a whole season, but it would be two different shows. 
but they never made less than 13 episodes because 26 yeah. shows was the was at that time the magic number for a season so that you could syndicate it sell it repeat it whatever you're going to do yeah so they said okay well then let's try playing around with two different series in one season and make it 13 each then all of a sudden it started getting to 12 11 the streaming can't happen and then it's like 10 8 6 5 12 four. i don't know where they are anymore yeah they could argue that the the opposite of that is the episodes are different lengths because they don't need to worry about syndication they don't need to worry about adverts commercials they, for the most part, unless you're on one of those Netflix tiers that has that on, but streaming started off not having that, so they right. will have half an hour for an episode if that is enough time to tell the story in that episode, or an hour, depending on what they need. I don't like that, and, and as we argued before in GGR as well, that now that the strikes are finally just over, um, it's all over the place. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. consistent work for these actors, and that includes Star Trek actors. That includes Michelle Hurd, who I talked about last time, Rafi Musica from Picard, who would talk about... She she was basically, if you read between the lines, she preferred the old system because it was consistent work for the actors. And bear in mind, yeah. we've said this before, only the, first, the, the top couple of percent make the major bucks in Hollywood. The majority of actors, well, I earn a decent living, but it's not enough to live a millionaire's lifestyle. So uh, they need that regular work. Um, and I'm just hoping these these strikes that are now over, this sounds mm. it sounds like they've got most of what they want out of it. So hopefully we right. get a writers back on. Well, got, we had a writers for several weeks now. Our actors yeah. back on stage uh, and we can actually start recording stuff. But... I'm glad they spun, spun out Star Trek a little bit, Grey, because, and that's what we'll, we'll come on to in a moment uh, mm-hmm. with Prodigy Season 2, because, um, or actually maybe we'll reverse it and do Disco first, because otherwise we'd have a really barren year for, for Star Trek next year, like everything else. Yeah. And I don't get me wrong, I think they're going to go from five shows down to three, like they said. I love loads of Star Trek, but the problem is if you have loads of Star Trek on, there's no way you can keep the quality upgrade and have five shows on. It's just yeah. no way. I'd rather have you three shows. That's two, Trevor. Count three fingers. Three shows on every year and have them good quality and have them spread out throughout the year. Three. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm not greedy. Uh, and then Disco's yeah, because probably then you the next could, one. Uh, right. You could have a series then every, you know, four months or so. Yeah. No, and which is fine. And if it's done quality, and if they do it minimum ten episodes, and more it's two and a half months, there you do small break, right? I would rather even do like again. I would think they should do twelve or thirteen, but whatever. Hmm. Um, then that would be fine as long as the quality is of Picard season three type quality. I think we'd all be like really happy. That's high. The, that's a high bar, man. That's a high. And you know, yeah, but you know, that's not. But it's not. A, it's a high bar now. Yeah. It never used to be a high bar. It's it's become the high bar because everything was is garbage. Just look at season Picard season one and two, especially two. I mean, it's just total crap. And there's a bunch of other Star Trek that's crap too. And and so now it's you're when you're at the bottom of the barrel, anything above it looks great. Yeah, that's true. So, of course. So, so of all course. Terry Metalis did is we turn it back to the former glory, so to speak, of what we used to get in, out of TNG most every week. That that reminds me, Greg. Actually, you you made you made me. This this is where we go. It comes. It goes in tangents. We we mm-hmm. we bounce off each other, and we remember these points that are actually important to bring up. Um, there's every chance that our Lord and Savior Terry Metalis, oh bow, 
right now in his presence. Amen. <laughs> is 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 uh, probably going to get snapped up now, and I don't mean Maybe. Thanos is back again. I mean he. The people have seen from Disney his quality in Star Trek: Cars season three, and there's rumours that he will do a Marvel movie. Now, good for him. Great. He he. If you're yeah. a Star Trek fan. You're more than likely going to be a science fiction fan or a superhero comic book fan, right? You're more likely to be. Mm -hmm. So he will do justice to a Marvel movie. Uh, But it means we may be without him for a Star Trek legacy show or a Star Trek Picard movie, TV movie that they were rumoring about. So, uh, I mean, this is it. You've got to move quick. (laughs) I don't think we're... Well, I hope that's not going to be true. But considering the fact that if you're going to shorten it up to, you know only three series a year, then there's room to put Terry Mustalis on, on, on a project. Assuming that he doesn't sign a long-term contract and he, sign, and he signs deal by deal, which mm-hmm. a lot of them do these days, mm-hmm. um, he could easily sign a deal for Legacy and, it could, and we could see Legacy maybe in a year and a half or something like that uh, from now. After... That's not impossible. Well, But like, like you said, though, they're going to have to do, they would have to tie him up to some kind of a, uh, a Retainer. separate deal yeah. pretty soon well I mean I hope it doesn't happen but the backup this is all rumours this is stuff that I've read online or Gray's read right. and shared to me whatever the rumour backup which won't replace Terry but I can accept it comfortably is so if our Lord and Saviour is God then Jesus Christ is Jonathan Frick's <laughs> and and that and that was the other rumor because he is a very good director, especially Star Trek director. You should watch um, the Shuttle Pod show. I love that they do some great interviews with Star Trek mm. people, and they've done a great one with Jonathan Frakes. And he's so down to earth. He's cursing and swearing a little bit. He's just relaxed. He's comfortable. He's having a laugh, chatting to fellow Star Trek actors, um, and he tells some really really funny stories in that. And why he doesn't direct movies anymore because he made an absolute arse of Thunderbirds the movie, and uh, he admits that. But everything else he's done great. Star Trek, he, every Star Trek show that comes out, he's directing at least one or two episodes each season. So if he came in and done a future Star Trek series, not a problem. Sign me up. I'm assuming you would say the same, Gray. I I would say the same in terms of directing, um, yeah. but you still got to have the writing. So. Oh, Metallus yeah, had, a, had a, almost everything to do with the writing, and that's the issue. But Frakes can only direct what what's what's written, and Frakes has directed episodes for oh, some shows that I, so I don't really care about. I I sorry I I made a small small mistake. He wouldn't be the director; he'd be the showrunner. Apologies, which was what Terry Metallus was, and I, don't, I he, what. He's, I have, I he's have never had a job that big before, but I, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see it. I sure I think he would uh, deserve a chance. Yes, but I'd be a little worried because again, he's a, he's a proven great director. He's not a proven writer, and he's not a proven showrunner. So I don't know Sh- if you're if you're if you're a showrunner, a true showrunner, you don't you have, have to write. Been, you have been a writer. But you've uh, been a writer, okay, 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 and you okay. and you've had a career as a writer. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, it's expected. He True. doesn't. So you're, just, so you're throwing him in on something that's kind of like this. Is why Terry got where he was, and I was going to say right. well, Terry was given a chance, but he was writing before, so 
um writing producing i mean it makes a big difference yeah, um, yeah. No, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that frank's could it, it, what would be good is if they hire somebody with talent uh you know similar to terry and have the two of them collaborate together. yeah yeah because yeah. that but way you don't frank's direct learn you know you don't direct every episode anyway. No director does the whole seat. You do a couple of episodes, probably a season. You would get burned out doing it the whole time. So, yeah, I would. Hey, I would love to see it. He is a Star Trek man. He knows what it takes, and that's what we're looking mm-hmm. for. Because very hard to make a poor season of Star Trek if you are a Star Trek person. So, but yeah. So mm-hmm. sorry, we're massive tangents, but that's what we do. Uh, so the future of Trek, the next show to grace our screens will be. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 5, the last season, which I'm bittersweet about. I probably enjoy it a bit more than Grey. It's not my favourite Star Trek series by a long shot, but nor is it at the bottom of the list. Um, I do enjoy it. I enjoyed the last season. That was no other Star Trek show has ever went to that great length of explaining what an alien species was and how far out their depth they were for communicating to a species even simple things so that boggled the mind um, it has been done in star trek before but not to that degree mm. is what i'm trying to say gray um and i got gray to watch this and catch up and i he got to the stage where he did enjoy it more than he did at the start but obviously it's not your top yeah. show so are, are you i think we, we're going to see it about february time give or take a, a couple of weeks uh no announcement on date yet uh, but are you are you excited for that, Gray? Are you happy, sad? What, what are you thinking? Mm, I'm not going to go so far as to say I'm excited because I'm not. Um, I am excited only in terms of just seeing some Star Trek, but that's just because I love Star Trek. Yeah. Um, when it comes to Discovery, you know, I hated season one. Season two was better, but still wasn't that great. Season three actually wasn't bad at all. I, re- I did really that should have been season, season one. They should have just started here, and it would have been fine. <laughs> but then I was a little bit, I was a little disappointed in four. I thought four was a come down from three, even though it was still decent. They had some good stuff here and there. It definitely fell off from three. So now I'm sitting there thinking, like, what's five going to do? Is it going to be more of a season three or a mm. fall off still of four? I don't know. That's a difficult and, one, Gray. It's also too low, and you can probably identify with this. When you're a real hardcore Star Trek fan like we are, if you hear about a show, especially one that you like, that's coming back for another season, you're like, you can't wait. That you you want to talk about it. Yeah. You wanna you want to. I'm not like jumping up and down waiting for Star Discovery season five. Okay. Just not. Now, I would sooner, and, and and this is saying something probably, but if I had to sit there and compare what I would rather see a new season of, and I and I threw up Lower Decks or Discovery, I'd sooner see a newer season in Lower Decks hmm. than Discovery. Lower Decks is that, popular, that, though. So, so that'll kind of give you an idea, and sort of. Oh, it's not a great um, example, because Lower Decks is really popular in general across with Star Trek No, fans. it is, but it's animated, and it's not a live action thing, but still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was kind of when the crossover, but that's another story. Yeah, that was, um, that was a good episode. That. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I, I just want to see stuff more on the caliber of Strange New Worlds, which I thought was pretty good. Is there room for improvement? Sure, there is. But overall, season one and two is the only Star Trek show made in years that actually placed in the Nielsen top ten. 
So there you go. That means that people, both Star Trek fans and non-Star Trek fans, liked it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have pushed it into the top ten. Yeah. None of the other shows made it in the top ten. Zero. Now, some episodes of, Star- of Picard season three did make it into the top ten. Uh, so, so now you see that the better shows can actually be popular because it's it's proven. You know, yeah. as, to, as to whether that can be maintained or whatever, we hope. You know, whatever. Um, to kind of get back to lower decks to give you an an idea of length of time for it, I was reading up that they said it takes something like six months to write ten episodes for lower decks. Which, yeah, that's really? how long it took. For se- that's how long it took for season four, six months for, to write ten episodes. And I'm sitting there going, like, so you got you have a writer's room, and it took you six months to write ten episodes. In the old days, in the, I'm talking about too old, right? TNG days and maybe You'd write go back an ep- episode a week. They're writing episodes every freaking week. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they, <laughs> the writers basically maintain, I believe if I remember correctly, they maintain about a two to three week uh, weeks ahead of filming. Yeah. So, so here you have writers, you know, and it wasn't like a room full of writers. It was, it was a few writers, a couple of writers, That's right? A small room, but not a room full. These days they have roomfuls of writer. Six months for ten episodes. So, uh, uh, yeah, okay. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't Ma- get it. Maybe and that's part of the con- shows. Maybe that's a part of the conditions with the strike, though. Maybe that nah, was unfair so. and I, harsh I, for back then. I don't know. I. I don't think so. I don't. Well, I, okay. Even if you want to take that into account, okay, then okay, it'll take a little longer, but not this long. No, no, not long. No, that's taking a piss. You know, I mean, if you're going to do that, then and I and I don't want to see this happen, but I would almost rather there be no TV, no Star Trek TV series and then just do TV uh, Star Trek one off movies, TV movies. That's it. Put all your quality into into one offs and just show like, I don't know, four to six Star Trek. Good Star Trek TV, two hour long movies Mm. instead of seasons. Interesting. I like that. I mean, I really think, to be honest with you, they should be doing that now. I think they should do a, like maybe two well, series and a made-for-TV movie. They, they, will, they will be, though, but it'll be a TV movie every two years because the, the next one is going to be, and I agree with this, is going to be uh, Section 31 TV special with Michelle right. Yeoh. I know the reason it's a TV movie is she's an Oscar-winning actress, so she will not be able to have, have the time to do six or ten Red episodes. Alert. I hear it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I didn't mute in time. See, I could mute, but then I'm talking, so no, it's, it's going okay. to be a bit awkward. Um, well, r- the, the r- only r- reason r- that uh, Section 31 is even coming off the ground is because Michelle Yeoh won, a, won an Oscar. If Michelle won, Yeoh didn't win an Oscar, I don't think that movie would end up being made. Um, I I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, respectfully, great. She is an. She said herself she likes she likes committing to to projects and if she said she's going to do something sure. she's very loyal she will do it she did say she would do that but she had well, to yeah, negotiate she's... to do less time right but she said she would do it this is now this is before the oscar winning she said yeah. she would do it if if that's what's going to happen all actors say that um but it just it and but i remember section 31 was starting to fade away fade away fade away right alongside star trek uh, fleet academy and all that and then all of a sudden, when she won the Academy Award, I knew it. As soon as she won it, I said, they're going to start talking to her right now. And within a day, they were already talking to her. Yeah. Like, going, going like, hey. And the announcement was made like 
within a week, I think, of her winning the Academy Award. It's just that's the way business works. Yeah, I, I seriously can't wait for that. I know Gray's not as excited. I love the cloak and dagger of no, Section no, not, 31. I, don't get me wrong. I am looking forward to seeing it. I put it this way. I'd rather see her in that than the, than the Oscar movie that she won her. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve the award. Yeah, that's not my cup of tea. But I saw the movie, and I'm sorry. I, I didn't like the movie at all. Yeah, she, um, she plays a really good role in Star Trek. Stick to that. I would. Yep. I, I can't wait to see her in that. Uh, would oh, she's, I... been, she's been in other movies, and she's very good in other movies. I just personally thought that I just, I just didn't like the movie. Sorry. This is... I, I prefer a series. Don't get me wrong, I would, but this is the second best thing. I actually watched. What was I watching uh, the other day? Um, I watched a lot of these. This channel on YouTube that has Star Trek clips in it, and one of them was mm-hmm. season seven of Deep Space Nine. Um. Section 31 episode where Sloan's in it and the Romulans are in it. Sloan, mm-hmm. one of the chief guys of Section 31, and he gets killed at the end. Spoiler alert, Bashir's there. And, and then it panned to another scene of Voyager, and I was like, I'm so confused right now. What did I forget this episode? <laughs> so I went and done my research, yeah. and it's not Voyager, it's just an intrepid class. And I've hid Neelix's kitchen with another like set wall or something. I was like, See, give me Section 31 stuff, man. I love that. And I also liked it in uh, Discovery as well. That was very mm-hmm. Cloak and Dagger, Section 31. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it has some legs. And if they do it, if they spend their time and make a really good movie, I think it'll be worth it. What, what do you want to see in uh, the last season of Discovery then? Bear in mind, they're in the future. They've got the, the, the Federation's back up and running, but they've got to build the momentum back up, Gray. Starfleet Academy's kicked off again with Tilly. That's a slow but sure thing. Starfleet HQ is some advanced bloody ship that can split into sections and go to warp. That was far-fetched. Um, yep. And the shield is generated by all the collective starships. I'd like to see more of the starships because those things are batshit crazy and cool. Um, the Voyager J, you know, and oh, what, what do you want to see? What do you, Where do you think they can go? Hey. You're not going to like what I'm going to say about this. Probably. The, Try the, me glass half full, my man. Uh, the thing I'm looking... I can't. The thing I'm looking... Yeah. Most looking forward to on Star Trek Discovery Season 5 is it for it to be over. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. Because I just... I it it Unfortunately, the series epitomizes all the stuff that started to go wrong with Star Trek. And it, unfortunately, it has nothing to do with the uh, the actors. It has everything to do with show running producing writing um so it's not the actors but uh i just you know i'm not saying i'm not gonna watch it and i'm not gonna say and I, and I and i will if the episodes are good i will say that they're good or if they're bad i will say that they're bad but i just feel like you know enough already i i really wanted to see i really wanted to see it end on season four and just be done um so when they renewed five i was actually kind of shocked because i had heard a lot of rumors that that wasn't ever going to happen um yeah and the reason the, the the reasoning behind a lot of that is they feel that, in general, if you have five years of a show, you can syndicate it, just the crap out of it, and make some money. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna try to do that, and and I can I understand because if they if they can make a few bucks on it, in syndication since the shows are already done, all that money is found cash, you know, pretty much. So that's yeah. even if they, even if you pay residuals and stuff, you, it's still pure cash because there's no production cost. So I get it, but mm. well, you know. I... cer- certainly then I'll, I I would always hope you would be um, 
balanced, and I think you are for the most part. Yeah. With that. And I know you set, you hate certain things, but Star Trek, and I, I would, I, I just would hope you would not use that okay. element too much. <laughs> I never thought anything. I never thought I would like. I would. I would uh, dislike something. Dislike Star Trek more than Star Trek Discovery until Picard season two came out. Oh yeah, that so, was the worst season one and two. Oh, so now Picard season crap. two unfortunately holds the award for the worst Star Trek. You think garbage. that's worse than season one? I think they're both equally crap because oh, they, they, had, they, they, are, they, they are. had Picard they, being killed. It's off very and... close, but two is two definitely takes the cake, but one's like right there. <laughs> Um, well, that's saying something. No, I agree with you, mate. Uh, uh, season one and two of Picard are definitely worse than anything Discovery's ever done. Um, right. At least I would Discov- definitely watch a Discovery episode before I ever go back to. At, at least Discovery fixed what it messed up for the most part, uh, right. so I can forgive, but I can't forget. Um, season one was a write-off. Season two, they realised their mistakes and they started trying to fix them, but that takes you the whole season with bringing the Enterprise in and bringing Pike in to set up a season three, which is a, like a soft reboot. And that's the way it should have started because it would have been phenomenal. Yeah. A future show with a starship lost in time. You imagine like, Dude, think, can think, you, think, can you, think Voyager Caretaker, the first episode yeah, is yeah. taken away to the, the 31st century. Can you really? imagine, it didn't happen, but can you imagine for a second that they had the quality of Picard season three all the way through, one, two, and three? Oh my God, we would have been like loving oh, three yeah. seasons of that kind of quality. In that fact, that, that's all the more the reason that it's amazing that season three did as well as it did because when you're carrying that kind of baggage of two seasons of crap and everybody knows it's crap and yet all of a sudden, boom, season three is like stupendous and everybody loves it. That's hard to do when you're, when you're looking back and saying like, wow, those seasons stunk and now all of a sudden, boom, it's great. The, the only so, mistake that the, our Lord and Saviour made in that season three of Picard was renaming the Titan A, which is a perfectly good starship, into the Bloody Enterprise yeah. G. That infuriated me. Uh, and I, I, he, 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 he made a massive mistake there. Because someone of that calibre, uh, Star Trek understanding, to do that and one line, oh yeah, it's probably been beefed up in new phasers and blah, blah. Just one quick line, as Gray and I always say, that would have explained perfectly. Oh, yeah, yeah it looks the same, but it is a flagship. It is strong as hell. Mention that. Yeah. It's horrible. I mean, I, 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 I do agree with you 100%. But I, I, sorry, I, Gray, I, it's I, pissing all over the Titan A as well, which has got its own lineage, lineage as well. Yeah. I, 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 do, I agree with you, but, it, but again, I hold out the hope that if we ever see a Star Trek legacy, that they, they'll redeem themselves by showing... Yeah, that it, this new enterprise is, is hot stuff, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, whether we see Legacy, we'll talk about, I guess, in a minute, but I don't know. So in any case, you know, you're looking at Lower Decks as not being out until the earliest, the end of 2024, and it could be early 2025. So you got a year, man, before that, that comes back on. So what do we have in between? We have Star Trek Discovery that they say is going to start in February or something. Um, mm. I don't know if it's actually going to start February or March or April or I don't know. I hope it starts in February just so it's, there's something. Yeah. Um, but even if it were to start in February, thanks to the writer strike and actor strike, and I'm glad they got what they wanted. Don't make it sound like you know I, I thought, sorry about that. That um that I'm trying to say that that was such a bad thing. It was bad only in terms that it 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 happened. Yeah. But the point is is that it did happen. Nothing you can do about it. And so now you're talking about after 
discoveries off and if you've got to wait till the end of 2024 mm, you're looking at we're looking at like six to eight months or more before any new star trek comes on uh, paramount plus that's it well so there's there's no way you can throw anything together fast enough that would that would do it they would have they're gonna have to come up with i don't know what they're gonna come up with but you know i please they i, I hope they don't come up with more uh what was it uh uh that just they were just had on was it short the shorts yeah they're, they're always oh crap they're always God. awful yeah that yeah. no, was that was horrible those things were terrible <laughs> i mean i understand what they're trying to go for but boy that did, that gave me no hope that there's going to be anything I, any episode of lower decks even the stinky ones were better than that the stinky ones that stuff was awful so so now what's going to happen i mean I, they can't throw together a movie fast enough it, yeah. You know, we're already going. We're already having our. We're already starting to get our Star Trek, you know, Jones in attack because we can't get enough Star Trek. And we got to, and we'll have to wait till February. Yeah. Um. And then we're talking about okay, well, February, what, March, and then so February, and March will be the, maybe halfway into April, and then it's gone for six months or whatever till we get lower decks, and and then, roughly, you know, now the, the writers are back to work. I did read an article that. Uh, ironically came out the day before we started this podcast uh and they did said that they just uh that they're going to start uh pre-production on uh strange new world season three uh, i believe in december it says so that's good news to hear but even if they do start in december they have to write everything first. They have to get the stars ready. They have to. The get writing strike's been over for a while longer, though, Grace. So it's yeah, but the, but a lot of writers. No, 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 no. The writers were still holding back, though. In you know, in uh, in sympathy to the actors. Are they allowed to do that? They can do whatever they want. If they, you know, they just they, you know they, they just don't turn out. Contract, yeah. They don't just turn out as much material as, as quickly. That's all. So anyway, so now that it's all done. Uh, they go into production, but now you got to figure out. Right, right, so if they start in production, December, when will it actually hit the air? Well, it's going to be at least, at least six months, and more likely nine months to be able to produce everything, even even the CG uh, that has to be done. So, I'm thinking at the earliest, it's going to be nine months. You know, from December. That could be faster. Why can't they do the CGI a bit sooner? Like right the episodes, always, we, and we, then start the CGI well, while they're filming. Part of the problem with the CGI and it is because it takes a very long time to do those effects, and the CGI houses are are way behind with lots of shows. Oh, they're um, going to be booked out. You need to pay to get to the top. Yes, exactly. <sighs> now there there are some companies, and, and here's the thing: not a lot of companies, not a lot of uh, groups want to go into the CGI business right away because they're afraid that if they go into the CGI business and then things slow down a little bit, then they go out of business. This, this Hollywood mm. will only support a couple of CGI companies. If you get too many of them, they're going to suffer. So you're stuck with having to have a longer time of getting the CGI effects done. So in any case, even if it's nine months at best, which I would find probably at best, mm -hmm. then you're talking again the end of 2024, more likely the, the beginning of 2025. So now we're talking about another good year to a year and three months or whatever. Well, we are going to be like, we're going to have no Star Trek well, for huge gaps. What, what we'll have next year, let's see, we have this date of February, although I don't know, we're 
great. I, I, I believe you. I don't know where you're getting February from. All I'm seeing is early 2024. So it could be January. Yeah, I, but it's. Pro- I read. I read an article not too long ago that they, that that's what they were shooting for. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Yeah, it's an estimation only. Um, so and, that's, and if it is April or something, wow, we're going to have a long time before something new comes on. So if that's um, if that's no, if if it's early 2024, it's got to be between January and March and close off surely. Um, so for me, I think Discovery comes out and wraps it up nicely. It's it's arc uh, of mm-hmm. redemption, if you want. Uh, 10 episodes, two and a half months in February. And then there'll be another long break because they have to start making everything else. Uh, right. the, what have we got? We've got Lord X Season 5. Um, that's going to take a while. Strange New World Season 3. But on top of that as well, they have got a movie that they want to do as well. There's maybe going to be another show that... Maybe if Legacy comes about, that would probably take place after um, the new season at, of Strange at the New rate this is going At the rate this is going right now, we're not going to see Legacy till 2025 easily. Oh, 2026, mate. You're being far too generous. Well, it will I'm take place saying. after Strange Mid. New Worlds, more than Mid. likely, remember? So there's only three yeah. shows they want to do, so they have to sacrifice one of them. And also as well, uh, although it's happening, it's not happening, it's happening, it's not happening... Uh, that uh, uh, Star Trek Academy show that Kurtzman's been pushing yeah. for so much, which no one wants to see, um, nope. that's still possibility. So, I mean, I I, I, let's not forget about, we can't forget about Prodigy Season 2, which is what we're supposed to be talking about yeah. in the first part, because as people know, and if you don't know, Netflix have the rights to Season both uh, 1 and 2, so they're going to start showing Season 1, even though it's already been shown by Paramount, from next month some at some point, I believe. And then I would imagine they're going to have a small break in between Season 1 and Season 2. They don't want to show immediately. Why would you? You want to spread out your content like everyone else sure. is doing. So, But then there's the, this is the thing, Ray. There's 20 episodes of Prodigy, right? They will probably, yeah. I think, class that as one season and show all back-to-back. They may allow you to binge, they may not, but even if they allow you to binge, there will be a gap. So I don't think they show season two of... If we see season two of Prodigy in the first half of 2024, I'll be gobsmacked. It'll probably be the second half. Um, I hope I'm wrong, because it's up to them. Unless there's something in the contract. I I think you're probably right, for the simple reason that they want to try to milk the first season of prodigy as much as they can so they're going to show it now here's the only thing i'm wondering though since all season one was also around 20 episodes are they going to show all 20 season one and have people binge it's also quite likely that they'll do 10 and then the other 10 likely to have the witcher they split correct so if they do do that because to them uh, the audience that's going to be viewing Prodigy is is a new audience. Yes, you're going to have the people coming over that love Trek. I get it, but it's really a new thing, a new audience. So if I were Netflix, I'd do ten and ten. Now, if they do do yeah. ten and ten, and let's say, let's say for being good about this, that starts whatever January of twenty four, let's say after the holidays or whatever. So they show ten, then they're going to wait. You know, probably at least a month, maybe two before they get to the other 10. So now you're talking about March. And then they have season two, which, which is the big thing because no one's seen it. 
And then what? Another two to three months before they have the first 10 of season two. So now you're pushing all the way to summer of 2024. And it could even be later than that. Yeah. What I'm, ho- what I'm hoping is, is where, or what I'm hoping what happens, though, is that if we are going to get Discovery, again, if we are going to get Discovery in February, then maybe season two of Prodigy would fall soon after on Netflix. So you would jump from Paramount Plus over to Netflix watch prodigy season two and then by the time you're done seeing some of that and come back another trek maybe coming right behind it or maybe a movie or something like that so maybe we won't have so much downtime but there is going to be downtime there's just no two ways about it i yeah no unfortunately i think you're probably right there um i i think i i think netflix will take little breaks in between they have a mixture of shows that you can binge and shows that are spread out week by week. And I think that uh, the binge uh, system, while it's great for us, it's not great business for them. You want to spread it out to keep people subscribed. It's just business, common mm-hmm. sense, but they have a mixture of shows on there. So it's, and if they split it into what a season one, season 1.5 gray in Netflix's defense, they tend to not leave a big break in between their, uh, their, 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 their their little yeah. mid-season break you know so like the other shows they've done that this there's not been a massive break there so i'd like to think we would get season one out of the way pretty quickly and then we see what happened with season two and that's maybe a good thing because maybe season two comes on a prodigy uh after discovery's finished not long after it's finished and then that way we've got a bit of a seamless continuation i think it was i don't like the fact it went to netflix in the first place but i understand why they were trying to make money and it will probably all go back to we discussed discuss this in GGR and Grace Pod that it's probably going to all revert eventually back to the old system of Netflix probably. and Prime having most of these shows because but they can comes pay for around them. goes around <laughs> yeah and, and, and Prodigy they made a small profit off of that whereas every other that, season of Trek they've done they've lost money the only thing that kills me is I really like Prodigy a lot so when they before all this went down that we knew Prodigy was getting cancelled on one and picked up by the other. Um, we had the clip that they showed, about a two-minute clip of, of oh, season so two. And I'm going like, wow, this is great. And then all of a sudden, eh, you ain't seen it for a long time. Oh. I said, you're kidding yeah, me. It's, yeah, I, just a, a tease of the Voyager A, which, which I'm all about because... Uh, it was so good, man. I, I'm sitting there going like, wow, if the whole Prodigy season two is going to be like that, I'm like, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that show. So... Unfortunately, we have to sit there and wait and wait. That that's the fun of CGI or uh, sorry, uh, animation. That it pretty much for the most part costs the same because whatever they're doing, they're animating it. So there is no special effects, and it's all special effects, kind of really in animation form. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the actual. That would be something we'll have to look up. But I don't know what the actual cost of Prodigy versus Lower Decks would be. I would assume. That lower decks would cost less money because it's the animation not is a... better on Prodigy. Yeah, when you're talking about more of a realistic animation style, uh, or that looks more, it's more CGI, isn't it? Than yeah, oh yeah, there's than, no yeah, doubt, and the effects are much more refined in Prodigy too. I would think that one would cost and take definitely longer. Well, it's done uh, anyway, so... so we know that much. <laughs> Right, so that's why I think we'll see lower decks pop up sooner than anything else after Discovery. I, and they have the rights to season three of Prodigy if they want, but they want to see obviously how right. season one and two will do, which is good. So yeah, go back to the old system, and that price that uh, 
uh, Netflix charge of eighteen pounds or twenty bucks for the top package will actually be more justified because right now it's a bloody con Netflix and you know it, but people will pay yeah. it. Uh, so yeah, there is going to be big lulls, Gray, for sure. There's nothing we can do about that apart from doing yep. specials and stuff and watch or old episodes. So if anyone's got any ideas of Star Trek specials, like subjects, characters, starships, whatever that they like, that you want us to just do the same format as now, where it's just raw, chatting about it, going off in different tangents, two mates, two mates talking about Star Trek, let us know for sure. Um, I think we... I think we're pretty much covered everything we're going to enjoy the trek so. we can um because once prodigy season two and discovery is out the way that is so 2024 might not be it might not be certainly the first half won't be awful but the second half and maybe some of 2025 we're going to be without star trek for a while because like as grace said before they're just starting up again so you yeah. won't see anything probably until 2025. Uh, so enjoy it while we can. Uh, and then, uh, God, we'll worry about what comes uh, next then. Um, yep. Right. And we uh, we have, just so the people out there know, Trevor and I have a couple ideas for a couple more specials that we won't get into right now. And if, like he said, if you have any ideas, please put them down there if you want to see something different. But uh, whereas we might not come on every week, we're we're certainly going to try to see if we can come up with a couple of specials here and there. Yeah, it's got it's got yeah. to be it's got to be interesting for sure. It's got yeah. to be something we enjoy. There was a little part of me that was getting a bit fatigued, um, and I'd never wanted to feel uh, I never want to right. feel fatigued. I never want to feel like a chore. I always want to enjoy what I'm doing. So doing star trek specials if it's a good subject we will we have some like best of and ranked things i'll be honest i don't like doing loads of them because they like to mix it up uh so there's a couple of them could be in there for sure along with other things as well as long as it's kind of interesting that's the main thing but yeah put comments below what you want to see um uh, forget about the thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't care about that. Just give me comments. Give me comments, good or bad. Let me know. Greg cares about it, but I don't. I don't care about it. It's fine. Uh, but Com- yeah, comments are always better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's your feedback's really important. Uh, what you like, you don't. Well, like. I'll, t- I'll tell you another reason. Not not that we don't like thumbs up, but generally speaking, one, uh, YouTube is the thumbs down thing doesn't even show up anymore. Oh, well, I, I know uh, a way around that, but yes, that's a good point. Right, exactly. So it's kind of like comments are better because at least people are. If you're gonna, if you're commenting, those are, you know, true hardcore fans and etc. So comments yeah. are always cool. Yeah. Um. And there is a possibility. I'll, I'll probably attempt to do the live thing as well, certainly for reviews, uh, and maybe uh, the old Star Trek game or something. I could maybe do some live uh, sessions on that as well. It just stream it live in YouTube because mm. um, there are a couple of Star Trek games out. One came out. Yeah, we could run something like Resurgence and the two of us will comment on it or or joke yeah. about it. Yeah, it was, it's not good. It's not good. It's not very... People are falling asleep playing it. Or no, was that the story-driven one or was that the no, one no, that was the turn Resurgence story? has done okay. No, it was it was the one that came out recently that was uh, the oh, turn-based uh, yeah. one. Can't remember what that was yeah. called. That wasn't great, but yeah. Anyway, no. I digress. It's a possibility. So yeah, uh, we'll, 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 we'll sign off for, for this week. This uh, We just wanted to talk about future Trek and let me know what you're going to do with any Star Trek in your life. Uh, again, in the comments below. Don't forget GGR as well. 
That's his pod. We'll be back soon talking all things entertainment. And every Thursdays we'll talk all things gaming and pop into the Discord, which I'll link below. Uh, until next time, uh, thanks for coming along, Gray. Thanks for uh, listening and watching people. And do your thing, Mr. Gray. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye. Oh, bye.